I'm all right. I'm all right. What have you been up to? Uh, what Miss have you been up to? Huh? What Miss Uzil? He's like saying guah guah. And then what mischief have you been up to? I've been up to no mischief. I've been, you know, all good. What about you? How have you been? Yeah, I've been good too. I've been good. I'm never up to any mischief, so you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> have you been to any protests? Not yet. Not yet. Okay. I, okay. I, what about you? No, me neither. I haven't been to any. Um, but I hope, hopefully, like once the R rate is low enough, um, yeah, I'll be out there with the people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What are your thoughts on the whole like Black Lives Matter? No, the movement. Listen, like, I mean, this is something that has been going on for a very, very long time. Um, I think, obviously, what the kind of genesis for this kind of uh wave has been like george floyd he's dead yeah. no way you could watch that eight minute 46 second video and just not feel some kind of rage right yeah uh, i mean it was i had been avoiding uh watching it for a long mm-hmm. time I remember you said, yeah with a lot of these things like i just you know i i just don't want to see it but mm-hmm. someone me and i was like okay let me watch it and i kept kind of skipping and it was it just got worse and it was like you know, I can't believe this is happening. But I think, obviously, it would be really short-sighted for people to kind of feel like that is the only thing that people are um, sort of upset about. I mean, you, you have, say here in the UK, um, I mean, you, you've had kind of like a, it's just a dangerous cocktail that has come together because you've had people in lockdown, people feeling, um, you know, really, um like worried about their jobs um worse off you know black people um, minoritized people were being told that oh you are four times more likely to die uh, we talked at length in the covid episode just about how um underprepared you know things mm. like we were for our frontline staff the people who have died um so yeah i mean you're gonna get people really upset about all of this and then coming yeah. out obviously they can have different discussions about the methods and the hows and you know what people do um but i think everyone you know everyone has has their own uh role to play you know personally for me i i preserve a lot of my energy like for things that happen in zimbabwe just because i feel like you know um, but the, there's, a, there's a lot going on in the world, yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. Like, it's just been, I feel like you're right, it's, it's, it's been like, it's a movement that has been going on for, for some time, but I feel this particular time and period has had a little bit more, um, like, I think the volume has been amplified and it's a series of events, you know, there's that um, Cooper lady, um, is it Amanda Cooper lady in the park, you yeah. know, um, the pandemic as well like i think people are more attuned to what's going on like in the world per se like people are more attuned to what's happening social media and you know and i think the the time has it has been for a long time coming that we have got to this stage um i just hope that as time progresses you know as things kind of go back to normal that we don't lose traction that you know the the force and the momentum is continuously like um is like it's kept going basically but yeah, it's, it's been 
what a time to be alive. What a time to be um, a black person in, in the world. I mean, we need economic power. No one listens. 100%. 100%. That's, that's what I think. Um, yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Oh, good. So another episode. Yes, yes, yes. Um, welcome to Getting Sky's episode. Ah! <laughs> See, you haven't done this in so long. I'm getting it wrong. Welcome to Galen's Guys podcast with me, Natasha. And I sometimes go by Nat. I sometimes go by Michelle. Yes, yes. And welcome to our new listeners and welcome to our returning listeners. Thank mm-hmm. you so much for riding with us and for joining us. Mm-hmm. We hope that quarantine has been good um, and kind to you as best as it can be. Indeed, indeed, indeed. Couldn't have said it better myself. So what's going on? Um, yeah, man, nothing much. So last two episodes we had, uh, the, la- the most recent episode, we, uh, spoke to Tanaisha and Tanai, uh, the stars of Cook Off, uh, the first Zim film to be on Netflix. So that was really, really I great. Think you watched, I think I saw you, you, you tweeted that you'd watched yes, it. Yes, I watched it. I loved it so much. Like, yes. I it thumbs up, five stars. I loved how they portrayed the authentic Zen. Like, I was just like, wow, you know, I remember being in such an environment, like um, when Anisu was cooking in a home, like that table. Like, I remember that. It just, it just literally brought such feelings of nostalgia for me. I was just like, wow, I think it was really well done. And, you know, so proud of those guys, like and everybody who's like putting anything anything to do with cook off because like wow guys it's just it's what an achievement what an achievement i mean i i it, what an achievement. i know we hadn't planned on saying this but i think it's really really important to say that it is such a big achievement that movie um the the, the guys had a budget of like eight thousand dollars eight thousand us dollars to make that movie um mm. also like a lot of the people involved were not paid at the time they accepted deferred payments right yeah. so this is just such a win for us like i said i what i loved about it is it was very zimbabwean yes our infrastructure mm-hmm. is worn out well you know we're driving three two threes um mm-hmm. you know but we, we still want the good life you know what i mean we still want to make egg benedict we still want to have yeah, exactly. good life that's mm-hmm. that's who we are um, and I think there was a really interesting discussion that I saw online just about, you know, um, you know p- people's comments about the movie and whatever. And it's like, you know, I, I think for me, first of all, like I said, I enjoyed it. Um, obviously, with any piece of art that you put out, people will have different views. People will receive it in different ways. But yeah. I think what I really wanted to kind of like highlight is just the importance that this is just such a milestone not mm. just for those guys, but just for Zimbabwe and everyone who's involved in Zimbabwean arts. Because if you think about it, right, so Netflix, only last year, January 2019, it had its first, it had its first African original film on Netflix, which is um, by the movie Genevieve Naji. Like she's a Nigerian one, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. I mean, but the difference is that was a Netflix um, original so which means that Netflix put money into money. it right? yeah and what we've seen from then come on like we've seen Netflix we've seen oh uh, sorry we've seen like Lionheart there's been yeah. so much now we're seeing Queen Sono Blood and Water there's a yeah. horror 
movie coming out from South Africa. So what, what that means is jobs, job creation, like think about the number of people even in Nigeria or in South Africa who now have jobs because of films that are on Netflix, mm -hmm. right? So you, you create a whole ecosystem. So I think for Zimbabwe, it's such a good thing because now, like you were saying when we, we, we spoke to them, that if you've got a friend, you'd be like, oh, you, you know, there's this Zimbabwean movie, right? Yeah. There's this Zimbabwean movie and mm -hmm. you can recommend it to them. So what that means, this is the beginning. It means that as time goes on, we'll see more and more. And what people also need to realize is that companies like Netflix shows, what they do do is they look at social media engagement and they do mm. the hashtags to kind of get a sense and feel of how a movie or film is being received. Mm -hmm. So if we're all there, like, yay, this is great. Come on. They're going to commission more films. So mm -hmm. people, I, I do think we sort of do have to challenge ourselves mm -hmm. to, to see the bigger picture. Um, 100%. Yeah. Without a fail. Like, and I think, you know, for me, it's just about how it's brought people together, just even that platform. So there's a platform that has been created. And yes, like you're saying, art is, you know, you either like it or you don't, but people are talking about it. And I think there's something about, you know, that whole zimbabwe that, you know what, this is something that we don't tend to make headlines for, you know, a lot of positive things. It's, it's always the negative stuff that is shown from, from, from Zim and stuff. So I think this is just, I enjoyed the movie. Um, you know, I'm really looking forward to seeing more content from Zim. I just, I like, you know, I just want to consume everything about Zim because, you know, I've been so far away from home. You're just looking for anything, any familiarity. Your English data bundles are depleted. Just for that connection, for that connectedness, that sense of belonging, you know, you're looking for that. Um, so I'm, 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 all, I'm all for it and I'm really looking forward to, to, to more, um, to more content from them. Um, but we had quite a few comments, um, you know, which we'll, we're gonna go through um, like the past few episodes that we've had. Um, I was looking at one here from, on YouTube, uh, Pauline Ritchie, who said that this was, um, so this was on Cook Off. She was like, oh, this was a great interview. I love the movie. I was also so happy to see Maggie from Bus Stop TV. It was kind of a surprise. Well done everyone who was involved in making this movie. Hashtag proudly Zimbabwean. Mm -hmm. um, and we, you know, there's a few other people who were like, um, I'm just particularly looking for, okay, so this is just on other episodes. So Nat also um, interviewed um, Alex Magaisa about two episodes ago, I think, yeah, yeah. or three episodes ago. Um, and so again, more comments, read people like, oh, good interview. Uh, you guys are now top notch, keep at it. This was Eto Maposa. Um, so, and then back again to cook off. Sorry, my comments are a little bit everywhere. Uh, Craig Tanyanyo was like, oh, I like the background commentary and I feel sorry that they have to clean windows. Such a debile mom. <laughs> I think when you were like, oh, we're going to clean windows. <laughs> anyway, how about you? Did you have any um, comments from your side? Um, okay. Yeah. So I think there was, we did the midnight Reddit episode yeah. um, and yeah. there was a 
one from Supomdao who was like, love this episode. I low-key think Goli does have a secret that could ruin her life. She was too convincing. Do you remember when I asked you if you've got a secret and you're like, <laughs> so the streets want to know. The streets think you do have a comment. Uh, a comment from Bukola um, on that same video is like, uh, Fab ladies, love that you bought the same energy. Um, and uh, which one? Which one? <laughs> oh, I was wanted to read <laughs> Yes. Um, and then, uh, yeah, so the Alex Makaisa one, in that interview, we talked about So actually, the Dumiso Dabengwa Foundation, um, you know, they, they, they quoted the, the episode and they're like, thank you, uh, Galen Skies, for remembering Dr. Dabengwa. Um, and just and to check that out for um that's in that was like just top notch like you know i was even looking at the the comments and even just watching that interview i was like no like it was really amazing like i think like even the comments like uh there's this girl called at nomsaswanda who was like um finally caught up on the politics episode a great overview of political history and institutions of zimbabwe like that that was basically that was you you gave us like you guys gave us such an overview of zimbabwe politics you know it was like a, a bite-sized edition and i i thoroughly enjoyed it yeah thank you thank you to alex makaisa i mean he's Indeed. just like a wealth of knowledge um there's a comment on twitter from um babo04 so Ed Babo also she's like shout out to Galen's guys giving us exclusive after exclusive, um, and then Ed Galagram was like the content we deserve, um, in with regards to the cook off interview that we did, um, and then there was an and then the uh, guys at cook off the movie also shouted us yeah. out, um, and then there was a comment from. Nom Tandas or Empress Pictures. Like, I love what you ladies have done with Galen's guys. I feel so plugged in with everything because you make it a priority to be on trend and politically in tune. Uzan Zabashan. Thank you. Thank you. Um, there was at Panky underscore who was like, Friday is for podcasts. And she was like, or she or he is like shout outs to all the local podcasts and mention six foot weights really good um podcast really good podcast as well like um to allow your boys like really, really good content um and she says um watches but who didn't know the origin the origin of the term and i actually didn't know the origin of the term either okay. and at that in the a.m Pod, podcast Yabandu at Girl in Skies who could who you could listen to over and over. So thank you guys. What does Ochi um, mean? So apparently um Ochi's boy was literally a term given to people or to, to boys or, or I guess maybe to people who were able to afford like cheese sandwiches at school because it was like oh you know you're like of an upper class. I was like no I didn't I didn't I didn't I didn't know that. Really? Uh, thank you to yeah. So when you used to go to school, the lunch, ule cheese sandwich, you were considered a cheese boy because you had. That's cheese. so funny. So they call themselves cheese boys. <laughs> That's so. Because that when I listen, I listen 
to their first episode. And I, as I was listening, I was like, these have got to be either CPC or Falcon boys. Right, right. <laughs> because you give those vibes off. No lie. Sort of like 10 minutes into it, I think they... They, <laughs> <laughs> they have that... I said I don't it. Know what yeah, I sent it to 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 the CPC boy. I was like, "These are your people. I think you'd enjoy it." Oh <laughs> yeah. uh, no, it was um, it's been good. Um, it was a shout out as well to Tim Bingala who said enjoyed listening to this. Um, very good journalism, there, ladies. Thank you. Um, and also, there's remember when we asked um advocate my hair we had a, a few episodes again about whether she choose a neurologist or an engineer um <laughs> so no 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 there was like uh she was laughing at neo- neurologists <laughs> in NY- <laughs> <laughs> um sorry neurologist i was like yeah thanks so this is um our our accent i guess taking getting away from us no you're not um, getting it you're not catching it tell me Are you catching it? I am a child. I didn't even think about that. Who said that? No, no, no. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I am shocked. Mm. I had no idea. Neurolo- neurologists. But, yeah, so that was just some of the, 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 the comments that we got for, for the, few episodes, the past few episodes that we, we, we've had. Was there anything more? Was there any more? Have I missed any? No, no, no. Uh, we're going to move on to our thank yous. Oh, yes. So, like, we need to have, like, a, a, we need to have, like, a little section for the forward for just to thank people. So, want to thank Yanda, um, Ayanda, um, so thank you so much she gave us some mula for the podcast she was like I'm, you guys are doing great work i enjoy listening to you here's a little something something so thank you very much and also naughty um i think she's at under at naughty eland underscore something there's something um along those lines so thank you so much as well and and who else um, no, I think just them too. And also wanted to thank um, Tor because he's been um, allowing us to use his Zoom for like mm-hmm. interviews and stuff like that. So it means that, you know, we haven't have um, had to kind of like buy the premium package thing. So thank you so much to Tor. So yeah, guys, thank you so much. Thank you for supporting the podcast. It means a lot to us. You know that we spend a lot of time, you know, preparing the content for you and obviously trying to make sure that we have everything, um, you know, that we need to give you guys the best content. So it means so much. So if you enjoy listening to us, Yes, we'll appreciate your continued support. 100%. 100%. And please, guys, also, if you could just rate us on um, Apple, you know, subscribe to us on Apple, Spotify, you know, follow us on YouTube, follow us on, like, we'll give you all the handles at the end. But, yeah, we appreciate it. And share with your friends as well. Yeah, indeed. And do a supporting on PayPal if you can't, like, please, like, share it with, with your friends. Indeed. Mm-hmm. So ready? I've I've got a story in my spirits. Let let it go, sister. This is a safe space. Talk to Auntie Michelle. Ah, Auntie Michelle. Hmm. 
Okay, so uh, you and I had this conversation, um, and then as we're having it, we're like, okay, actually, let's talk about this on the podcast mm-hmm. because perhaps some people may be, may relate. Um, and just kind of put it out there. So what I'll do is I'll start by telling my story um, and then we'll kind of build it from there and interested to kind of get your guys' thoughts as you're listening as well. <coughs> so, so, okay. Oh my God. So what I'm going to say is going to kind of like spill the beans on something that I do, right? Bless you. You look like you want to sneeze. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, it's going to spill the beans on something that I do. Okay. So let me, let me, let me just explain myself. Let me just explain myself. Right. So, um, I think one of the things that I do like to do, like when I can and have the energy to, is to just, you know, just be positive vibes, um, and to, you know, bring joy to people. And one of the things that I do, so for the people that I care for um, and people that I, you bring know. joy to people. No, seriously, seriously. I have said, I do believe that one of my purpose in life is to share joy and spread joy. And listen, I'm not doubting for a minute that you bring joy to people. I am not. <laughs> <laughs> you bring joy to me, for yes, sure. Yes, yes. I'm sure there's other people as well you bring joy to in, in, in other ways. Yeah, nobody, unfortunately. But um so <laughs> but anyway, so okay, let me be serious. So one of the things that I do is I've always found, I don't know, for some reason, for the past um, I wanna say probably going on two years now, um, due to work and just other stuff. I've always felt that I just don't have enough time. I think it's due to work. I think it's due to me just feeling tired, like just, just, it, just tired in every way, like bold, like from the bone tired. Um, and also I think as time has gone on, you know, we've done the podcast, I've started doing like more writing and stuff like that. And as a result, I feel like I kind of have more people in my space than I usually would have. Just just like a, a, a lot of people, like associates, friends, and stuff like that. And for me, I have found it hard to kind of keep up with people or to kind of like, um, yeah, really just keep up with people. I find that I, I get to a point where I'm... No, I'm, I'm, I'm that person that has multiple messages that have not been read. Sometimes I blue tick people, not because I want to, but just because maybe I just don't have the time. I'm tired. Although I will say, which is probably a contradiction. Yes, I, I, as with everyone, you will have like your core people that you almost speak to every day where, mm-hmm. you know, like responding to them is not something you have to think about because, you know, I could, I like, I can just text you and be like, Hey, can you do this without having to think about, Hey, how are you? How are you doing? And all that stuff. So I realized that. And, uh, one of the things that I did to kind of like address that is I tried to be like, okay, let me be intentional about what checking in on people, literally just saying, Hey, not asking for anything. Just like, Hey, how are you? Happy Monday, whatever. So it started with, every Monday when I was on my way to work, like literally I would um, draft like a generic message, which literally was like, 
hey, happy Monday. Hope you have a great week, right? And what I would do is I would send it to like people in my contacts, like a lot of people, right? Literally the same message, like paste. Or sometimes I, uh, if I have time, I'll really try and do individual messages. But when I didn't, I would do that, right? And that was just my way of like, you know, happy Monday, whatever, right? And then sometimes it would be like every other week, oh, hey, hope you have a good Sunday and whatever. So this thing has been going on for a while. And then some people come back and I've, I've noticed that some people, you can tell that they're like, oh my God, I don't want Natasha to text before I, I have texted. And they try and now be like, oh, you know, wishing you a happy week or whatever, right? Because they know that I sent in those texts. So anyway, what happened is a few weeks ago, um, I sent sort of like a sim similar, and, and mind you, the, so I, I don't do this with a lot of people that I, I talk to every day, because I'm like, there's no point, I don't have to sort of say that. So my intention has always just to be like, you know, I just, because I, I always appreciate it when somebody just checks in on me, right? I'm that person in our family group that's just like, morning, how's everyone doing? Even if everyone ignores me, if I can see they're ready, I'm like, okay, they're fine, right? That's just, that's just me, right? So then what happened is one of my friends um, who I, you know, I, I sent that message to, right? So she, she then responded, right? Um, I hadn't spoken to her in a while. And then she was like, um, she was like, why? She, she, was, she, was, she was like, oh, hey, Natasha. And then she was like, I'm paraphrasing. She was like, oh, why, um, why do you send these messages if you don't respond back? Um, or if, if, if you don't engage in conversation back? Then I was like, what do you mean? Then she was like, um, when I've, re when I've responded to you in the past, you haven't come back to me. Right. So I think probably what's happened is I've said, Hey, happy, you know, happy Monday, wishing you a great week. And then she's probably like, Oh yeah, thank you. How are you? Mm. And I'll be honest, I probably have not responded. And then she's then probably got another message saying, Oh, Hey, happy mm -hmm. Monday. So then I noticed she just hadn't, um, been responding to me for a while but in this instance i had actually been like hey you know like bunny bunny like it wasn't like a generic message it was like to her right so then it kind of like took me back because i was like huh like what so i was just like oh i'm sorry like if i hadn't responded before right mm -hmm. um and then i just left it but it troubled me because this is not someone that i've ever had sort of like any issues with like our friendship has just always been cool she's someone i used to work with like we never had any issues right but it bothered me right so then i went back and i was like um so i i, I kind of tried to explain myself right and then i was like oh you know ever since i started doing the podcast plus work um, and other stuff, which I kind of detailed. I said, I just don't have as much free time as I used to. Then I mm -hmm. say, sometimes checking in is my way of trying to make sure that all the people I care for are doing okay. Um, then I said, but I can see how that can be annoying if you're not getting a quick response. Um, but hope this explains. Anyway, I'm sorry. That's what I say. That's I'll take care. And then they re then responded and they were like, um, what's the point of checking in on people if no conversation ensues, 
after a response. Um, then she's like, oh, I'm glad, blah, blah, I'll skip that. Um, and then she's like, however, everyone is busy in this life. Uh, it's just like sending generic messages in my personal view does not equate too much. It should not. Um, and then she's like, your messages lack um, in quality. Uh, and to me, they come across as a tick box exercise. So today I thought I would speak up instead of not responding. This was tight. Wishing you all, whatever, all the best, right? So then I was just like, oh, okay, thank you. I appreciate it. I, I, I was just like, oh, thank you. Appreciate you for saying. Then I was just like, um, but anyway, do check in on me. Like when you remember to, right? So like, for me, I was just like, like, like I was taken aback because mm -hmm. my intention had been to just like check in on her, right? So I think a number of things kind of immediately came to mind. I was like, well, I'm trying to do what I consider is, well, quote unquote, good thing. Mm -hmm. that, that is my pure intention, right? Mm -hmm. um, and in doing that, I have then kind of, I feel been misunderstood mm -hmm. and it's not been received well. Mm -hmm. and I was kind of like do you know what if because I was going through our messages like I don't remember a time where she like checking in on me mm -hmm. right so yes I can agree that my check-ins maybe are quite like bland but like I'm saying I'm being honest that I used to just like do like generic messages and like send it to people and if I get a notification and I see you like, Hey, I'm good. How are you? Like probably to be honest, I have other messages that are more, um, that require me to get back to the people, to people quicker. So I felt like to me, I was just like, Yazi, I don't know. It's, it's kind of like, Oh, was I, I, I was, I would have been, I would have been better off not trying to be this person trying to be good vibes, trying mm -hmm. to check in on people. Mm -hmm. Although I did accept what she was saying that, you know, yeah, probably it's, it is very annoying if you're not getting like a message back, if you're not getting a response back. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, I accepted that and I was like, okay, you know, but I felt like it was, harsh so i just wanted to kind of get your thought on what you think about that and then i wanted us to then talk about you know when good intentions um don't land well and then to talk about when sometimes being positive being positive vibes um can be seen as being toxic like toxic positivity so yeah what do you think of my little oh i feel like i've let something out <laughs> that's good well, I think it's to, to I, I appreciate both views, right? You know, I, I understand where you're and I think I understand where you're coming from. So this is where I guess perspective taking perspective taking plays presidents because you need to understand that you are coming from a good place. You know, you're, this is how you check in on people. This is how you check in on people that you care about. Um, and I obviously have been subject to the broadcast messages and I've identified that. And I think I've said to you, like, well, it's a broadcast, broadcast text. Um, at the same time, you know, I think we are 
in a world where people are just so far apart. So messaging is probably the way that is sometimes quicker, it's easier. Um, and you know, that being said, other people may not really appreciate messages. You know, someone wants you to call. So I understand where you're coming from, that this for you was your way of like, you know what? So I think basically there's, to play devil's advocate, like um, there's an element of perspective taking. And I can understand both like your, your reasons for doing and saying what you have said. You know, I think I totally get where you're coming from in that when you're sending your messages, um, your broadcast messages, this is a way that you're reaching out to people. This is how you are letting them know that, hey, you know what, I'm here. I am okay and I'm checking in on you. So are you okay? So, you know, it's just your way of saying, hey, you know, I'm thinking about you in a way. Um, and you're right in that, you know, we, we people connect or, de or desire connection in different ways. And I think that there's an element that you need to kind of assess your friendship with her. And just like you said that there's some people that you send broadcast messages to, and there's some people that you probably send more personalized messages to during the week or whenever you can. Um, from her perspective, you know, if you have now sent a message to her, whether it's a broadcast message or not, and she'll probably not see, recognize that this is a broadcast message. Um, I, I know you sent me some broadcast messages and it, I shall identify and I'm like, oh, this is a broadcast message, Natasha. And you'd be like, yes, it is. And we leave it there. But, you know, for some people, I guess, when you have reached out to them and you're like, oh, hey, you know, how are you? Have a good week. This is their opportunity. Maybe she hasn't had anybody else who's asked her or who said to her, hey, have a good week. And for her, that's connection. So she's like, oh, you know what? Someone's reached out to me. So that is connection. So when you then respond and you get nothing back and then you get another message and then it's just, just like, oh, okay. So this person is giving once, you know, it's just... It's just you, you're giving, but you're not really receiving. So you don't know what maybe she wanted to say to you or, you know. So, but I, I think that you probably need to reassess the level of friendship and maybe kind of take, take you know, take her up a notch in your friendship uh, zone, so to speak, because clearly she's somebody who needs a little bit more, um, more time, you know, more, more of you which at times you're obviously not able to give. And maybe there's an element there that maybe don't kind of reach out to her if you do not have that space and the capacity to, to, to deal with her responses. I don't know. That, that's kind of like my thoughts. Mm -hmm. um, I, I, I don't send broadcast messages and, you know, I particularly hate notifications. I hate, e like, you know, your phone drives me mad. And I tell you that all the time, if you're thousand and one mail, you, your mail that is unread, your text messages, your WhatsApp, it annoys me. But my WhatsApp is getting the same as yours and that there's messages that I don't read, you know, I make, a, I make a mental note. I'm like, oh, you know, I should actually just respond to some messages today. And I will do that. And then people respond. Then I respond to them a few days later. But that's kind of, you know, we are, it's, it's a busy time. It's also in a pandemic, things, things are different. Um, so people and connection are something that we need to kind of really assess on a, on a you know, on a one-to-one -one basis, you know, somebody out of your broadcast messages has come out and said, oh, hey, I need a bit more. 
you need to kind of look at and assess that. That's what I think anyway. I love the fact that you keep saying broadcast messages, even though I made it a point when I was telling my story. Not to say broadcast messages. I skip what it is, but it is. Call a spade of spades, you know. <laughs> I think, you know, I think it's, 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 it's not, I remember getting those messages when I was on the train, like on a Monday, hey, have a great Monday whatever it is i think it's you know yeah. i'm not and, and it pains because i'm gonna to have to stop because when people listen to this they're gonna be like oh it's a broadcast message like yeah it is it is a broadcast message and i and, and that's and, how you cope yeah and i think because i just can't i i don't like i'm saying it that came from me realizing that oh wait i literally just don't have time for mm -hmm. people and i don't know like i just feel like sometimes like i'm saying because i feel like you know we do the pod and whatever you get to meet more people so you get to have more people in your space and mm -hmm. it literally feels like it it's just harder to keep on top of messages and checking in with people like your mentions are crazy like every social like it's like it's 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 so overwhelming and that was my thing of just being like you know i don't want to kind of forget my day ones mm -hmm. you know type thing yeah. and 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 yeah but i think that like that is an important conversation to to have like you know i don't know i don't know if you're willing to kind of talk about then the conversation that you had after but i think that is a conversation to have with your friend you know just as you can see her line her point of view her line her way of thinking i think there's an element and that there needs to be some ground for you as well for why you're doing what you're doing you and, know and I, so i felt like so in that situation right i felt like i i was just like literally like i'm like for real for real like my intentions are pure like my like i'm just literally coming for a good place but you know what thank you for for letting me know like then i won't like you know send you those or whatever but i kind of felt like it was a bit harsh because mm -hmm. i felt like but i'm literally I, and also like i'm like i i i don't have to do this mm -hmm. Like, I don't, you know what I mean? Like, I, I don't have to do it. But then it kind of got me thinking to, because I was like, sort of taking the conversation maybe away from um, from that. But it just kind of got me reflecting on um, just like the whole, like the situation that we're in and sort of like being positive. And in our mm -hmm. conversation, we even started talking about like, because I came across this term, like toxic positivity. I was like, wait, how can being positive be toxic, right? Because yeah. I was now like, wait, 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 am I, is my positivity toxic? Like, is, is that toxic? So actually like there's, a, there's an article on psychology today, which I thought was interesting. So they describe uh, so they say the phrase toxic positivity refers to the concept that keeping positive and keeping mm -hmm. positive only is the right way to live your life. It means mm -hmm. only focusing on positive things and rejecting anything that may trigger negative emotions. And then there's the, they were like, you know, I, that sounds pretty good, but not so fast. It says when you deny or avoid unpleasant emotions, you make them bigger. 
avoiding negative emotions reinforces this idea. So, mm-hmm. like I say, sort of going away from from that, the, the message gate, right? Because <laughs> yeah. um, then it it, it kind of got me thinking, like, because I'm the type of person I just want to be like, hey, you know, happy, da 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 da, and I'm mm-hmm. also like the type of person like if anyone comes to me with anything, if there's any issue, like my go-to thing was like, oh, you know what, it is well, it mm-hmm. will be well, yeah, and. I was kind of like, hmm, kind of just got me thinking like, wait, am I being toxic? Like trying mm. to be all good vibes because things are not well. And, yeah. You know, like she was saying, like, why are you checking in if you're not then going to follow it up? So mm-hmm. it was like, so am I just better off just if I were the person who didn't check in on people, I would be better off. I wouldn't be in this issue. So it kind of, it got me rethinking the whole thing because I'm no longer going to do it. Mm. well I don't know like I think I think the the important thing is that you address that for you know why you are doing it right because you're doing it from a a good a good place with good intentions right and there's one person out of I don't know how many people you send that message to who has come back and said you know what I need a little bit more so which is I'm saying to you that you know maybe what you need to do is readdress your friendship in that you know people who people who who can maybe understand you know that you send messages um to several people at the same time people who understand where you are coming from no it's true but you know we are we we, we are busy you know it's not just about your friends about family it's navigating life in general so we are busy people and how we choose to connect i don't know is you sending a message to uh 10 people at the same time is 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 you know compared to me who will not message at all you know like where how do you balance that and this is what i'm saying that it's an individual thing so if i am not sending any messages to people and checking in on them and then someone reaches out to me and says oh hey but you know i haven't heard from you in a while so then that's for me now i now need to change the way that i am um how I am dealing with things, you know, it's like, okay, so this friend of mine now, maybe me, they, they are looking for a little bit more from me. Can I, and do I have the capacity to, to give a little bit more? So it's just about, you know, I think we need to have open and honest conversations about our friendships. And if our friendships serve us, as Molly says. Yeah, Molly. Yeah. yeah. No, no, no. But then, okay, so like you say, taking it away from that, it mm-hmm. kind of got me thinking like this whole, do you think there's such a thing as like toxic positivity? Are there people sometimes who are like overly positive that it annoys you? Not me per se, to be honest, but I can see where it, it can go wrong. You know, um, I can see like people go through shit. Uh, and people, you know, for example, if someone has lost someone and you're like, oh, it's going to, you can't say it's going to be fine. Mm-hmm. You know, look at the, you know, and, and people do say that. People are like, oh, they're resting now. Actually, it's interesting. I had a conversation with someone who was like, oh, you know, mm-hmm. she was really annoyed that someone had said, Uti, this person who had passed away was like, oh, talking about they're resting now. She's like, ah, who said that they went resting before? You know, right. do you see what I mean? And, um, so there's, there's ways in which you communicate you know, some things without being overly, um, you know, without overcompensating, without saying, without being too positive. And I get that, oh, it is well, but is that it is well? Is it like, is that 
an opportunity not to kind of delve into things a little bit deeper you know because it's just like oh it's going to be fine i think that is wrong you know you need to kind of create the space to kind of say okay is this something that you want to talk more about um acknowledge acknowledgement that you know what this is a shit situation that you're in I can imagine that is difficult. And that's the whole empathy, sympathy thing, where you use empathy, you can sit in with somebody in a dark room, right? But where sympathy is like looking in in a dark room and be like, oh yeah, you know, it must be quite, it must be quite dark in there. But there's something about that connection, about being, being present with someone that I, I feel with toxic positivity, it eliminates, you know? Yeah. Because you're already shutting down conversations. You're like, oh, you know what, it's going to be fine you're going to be fine all chin up you know no but sometimes that's not exactly what you want to hear you want to somebody just to acknowledge that you know what this is a shit situation you know i'm sorry that you're going through this and it is interesting because i was i was reading about this as well like um i saw something that made me think about you know like the way we are like the way we apologize in them it's like we're always just something as you know or sorry, you know, like as if you're the one who caused that. But you know, it's also about learning the words that you use, you know, saying that I'm sorry that you fell, you know, not I'm sorry, like I'm sorry, full stop. It's like making sure that the person knows that, you know what, yes, you're going through this really shit time. I'm sorry that you're going through that. It must be difficult. Or even saying that I know it's difficult because of this, 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 this. I, I have, sim- you know, that's the empathy part that I've experienced this before. Um, I know it's difficult, you know, but to you to come and be like, hey, it is well. I think sometimes it's not really, um, I, I think sometimes it doesn't really, it doesn't go down well. Yeah. No, I, I, I get that. I think for me, the whole like it as well crunch, mm. I'll call it, is more like from a just language of faith point of view. Yeah. Like, yeah. okay, like things are bad. What can I say? Let me speak into it. It is well. It will be well. Mm. Um, but especially at this time where like the world is crazy, like things are just happening. So I, 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 you know, like I really spend time kind of like being introspective, like, okay, like, you know, what do I need to do? And like on, I think it was still psychology today. It says, so the whole, like, it is well. I, I think I like what you say that it shuts conversation because mm-hmm. if someone's going through something. And I think for me, because I'm like the type of person I want to fix things. I'm a fixer. Mm-hmm. So if I feel like I can't practically help you, I can't fix it. I'm just going to be like, it is well. And I kind of want to like not dwell on it, even for things mm-hmm. in my life. Like I'm getting to the point where I'm not being comfortable and saying, oh, okay, this, this is, this is the way it is. This is uncomfortable. I'm going to sit in it, in it. Or, you know, whereas before I think I used to like close over things. Like I used mm-hmm. to be the type of person, you know, you go to the doctor and they say, oh, there's this, 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 uh, take this medication for two weeks. I'll be like, I wouldn't even pay attention to mm. what they say. I'll just go and take the medication and I'll just be like, it is well. That was my way of, and like not really understanding, you know, what's going on. Although, I mean, mm. we'll have another discussion about faith and all that. But that was my way. Like, I was just, I don't dwell on what like, I consider negativity. Anything that could possibly go wrong. Exactly. But, yeah, no, and I get that. And I get that, you know, 
you, when you're coming from a, a place of of faith, you know, um, a place of you know, and you know that is what faith encourages you to do is that you know you look for the positive um, situations. You look at like um, Job when he went through his trials and transgressions, you know, and you know he, he was like, "Why is this happening to me?" You know, no one was like. Well, I don't know if you can remind me. Does anyone go in and be like, oh, it's, you know, it's going to be fine. You hang in there, good old job. You know, I don't, I, I, I don't, I don't remember. But I think there is something, um, and I guess for me, in my line of work, where we use communication, you know, you're speaking to people who are, you know, possibly going to die. So you kind of know that there is not so much that you can do. So you learn to sit in that uncomfortable silence. You learn to sit with that knowledge that you know this is not going to be a positive outcome so you can't be there saying oh it is well it is well no you need to be very practical and be like oh you know what we're here to support you this is how we're going to do it this is most likely what's going to happen because i was reading somewhere as well like you know that when you when you shut conversation you know people then hide their feelings which encourages shame so then if you're not ashamed about things, then you're not going to want to talk about them, you know? And then when you don't talk about things, you then, you lose connection with people. So then people become very isolated. So it is, toxic positivity is just literally, um, it's something that, you know, can be quite harmful for people uh, collectively. And I think, like I'm saying, you just need to, we just need to learn as a people just how to communicate with, with people. And it's, it's difficult because you have, we're in a society where you've got so many people around you and you will never know just at what level people are, like, you know, what, you know, perspective taken, you know. But as you develop those more meaningful conversations, more meaningful friendships, you are then able to identify, oh, you know what, Natasha? Natasha likes a calm. Natasha likes a FaceTime once in a while you know, and just having that time and that space to kind of, you know, encourage and, and to, for me to kind of put it in my mind that, you know, um, I need to create a space for, for this person because just because I don't necessarily view things from that perspective doesn't necessarily mean that, you know, they're also, they're also going to feel the same way that I feel. So it's just about, and I think that's it. This is it. This is the juggling of relationships, the juggling of, of life so to speak no i i totally totally agree so like so i was knee deep in psychology today <laughs> like have you ever been like once you start reading one article but there's another thing like that they that i an article like um i came across which i related to which was saying like sometimes positivity is resilience right because my wanting to be positive or to impact positivity is not coming from a place of me sort of like just being uh, unaware of hardship, whatever. It's coming from me being aware of hardship. Like it actually reminds me of uh, one time I was doing Toastmasters, whatever, whatever, whatever. And um, um, I was doing like some, some speech thing about happiness. Cause they were like, Oh, um, some like the happiest day of your life and then what I talked about was I talked about the saddest day of my life and I talked about how sadness has played a role in me appreciating happy joyful moments in right. me facing yeah. positivity because mm -hmm. I know what it feels like 
to be completely sad, to be mm -hmm. completely rock bottom. So mm -hmm. it's, it's, it, that's where that comes from. Cause I'm like, okay, if there's any little thing that I can do to just like make someone happy, make someone smile, you know, that's what I want to do because I know how it is like to feel like, you know, bottom of bottom, you know, hmm. like, so it, it comes from there. And like the, the article that we're saying, like, you know, sometimes positivity is a survival mechanism. So, so it kind of made me think like sometimes the, you know, those people who have a happy disposition or are just facing positive vibes, it's not because they don't, you know, they don't know, but I can, I appreciate how that can be, you know, received. You know, 100% and this is where the whole element of um, using using your words you know so where with empathy and I think with 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 toxic positivity I think it's the words that are used that can um, you know that can be harmful where you are shut in conversation so for example if you have been in you know if you're saying to me that oh you know what um, I, don't know, I can't even think of an example, but you know, just to say that, oh, you know, when you say to someone that, oh, you know, uh, if I come to you and say, oh, you know what, I, have, I broke up with my boyfriend today and you're like, oh, it is well. But you, you having that knowledge saying to me that, oh, you know what, I have been through a really difficult breakup too, but you know, I made it out. So it's just like, you know, don't just gloss over things don't just gloss over things just to kind of paint a pretty picture tell me about your hardship so sit in this room with me and tell me you know show me that you understand and then you can say oh yeah but you know what look at me now this is how um i have gone through this so if i can go through this you know I, i'm i'm here to support you and i'm sure that you can too so it's just i think it's just the wording that is used because you know what there's an element that even as friends, as women, as men, whatever, we all go through stuff and there is, we can all support each other in different ways, you know? So it's just about using the open communication that is just encouraging to kind of let the person have that space to be like, okay, you know what, this, this is what I'm going through. This is what I'm feeling, you know, all those touchy-feely subjects. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's 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 <laughs> the outcome of like you know from all your messages and everything because you know you're you're also like oh you know i'm not going to do it anymore which i think is is not right i don't think you should stop doing something that is your way of coping your way of dealing with your pressure the pressures that you're under your way of keeping connected with people i don't think you should stop that um because you know people need to understand where you're coming from when you're doing what you're doing it's out of a good place it's out of love it's out of concern so if there's one person if i come to you if you send a broadcast message and say natasha this is a broadcast message i need more i need a personalized message then you know that's how you maybe this is where you need to look at you know okay you're my friends do i have enough time to give to you sort of thing so i don't think that you should you should stop but you know like where where have you left things with said person no no no. i think we just left it there where i was just like oh you know like thanks thanks for letting me know so i i knew okay so she's not somebody that i can do that to um mm -hmm. i mean i'll be honest i felt some type of way because i felt yeah. like 
you know, I'm coming from a good place. But like I said, I did understand. And, and I think for me, it kind of, really, the reason I was like, oh, let me not do it is because I was like, oh, there probably are an other people who have responded and then I have not responded back. Yeah. Then I was like, okay, that's a fair point. If someone comes back and then like, I don't respond. So, and, and like I say, for me, it's, it's just like, finding the time and there's a number of and everyone is busy you know what i mean like yeah busy i totally accept that um but i think for me it's just like i don't know how other people do it but i'm pretty sure that um there, there was a time where it wasn't an issue and it's because i had less going on mm. that's the mm. honest truth i had less mm-hmm. going on so and I think maybe in, in another episode, we kind of have to talk about how do you navigate your growth as a person mm-hmm. with, yeah. with your friends, family, and sometimes people that may not understand what it is that you're working on. It's kind of like that Issa Molly thing where Issa was working on the blog party yeah. and she's so focused on it and none yeah. of her friends could kind of recognize that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, for sure. I think it's definitely something that is worth uh, talking about. Just as we, as we said, you know, it's like juggling, you know, society, juggling life, isn't? And yeah. the many positions that come, um, that come with it. Um, I think from that psychology today, like I read something, um, one thing that I took from it is like, you know, because also, you know, when you're sitting with someone, if someone is, comes to you and says, oh, this is what's happening. And, you know, people sometimes either just want you to, to listen to what they say, or sometimes they are looking for your thoughts and your advice. And I think the most important question that you can ask somebody is, you know, I mean, first of all, if, they, if that is if they want to talk about it, maybe they just want you to, to be a sound, you know, sounding board. But, you know, like what is the most upsetting thing about this whole situation? Because, you know, sometimes when someone comes to you and overwhelm you, because we can get overwhelmed with other people's um, issues, you know, and you can't, like you said, you know, if you, especially if you want to fix things, you know, but listening to somebody like, what is one, that was the most upsetting thing? So if you were to say to your friend, like, you know, okay, so we've talked about um, all this, um, but what is the one thing that is most upsetting? And seeing if you can maybe just concentrate on that to try and then maybe work on that so that you can have, you know, happy relationships. I thought that was quite, quite, quite interesting. Mm-hmm. And the whole, like, uh, do you have enough spoons? Mm. So, yeah, the whole, sp- so that, like, I was reading up on that, and it's quite, it's, 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 it's used by people with chronic conditions, you know. Um, so basically, it's, if you can imagine having 15 spoons to start off with in each day, and then at the end of it, so it maybe takes you one spoon to get up and have a shower, one spoon to get to work. So at the end of the day, or, you know, maybe in the middle of the day, you've got maybe five spoons left. And then someone comes to you and says, oh, you know, can you do this for me? It's also about, so it's about looking to see, do I have capacity? So I've got five spoons left. I've got maybe, maybe traveling on the tube takes three spoons and getting home and doing laundry takes two spoons. So you've got no spoons. So it's also about being able to say, okay, you know what? Um, I, not just now, but maybe tomorrow when I am in a better frame of mind or if I've got a little bit more time for you. So it's, I, I, I quite like that. Um, 
what else was it about? So it's literally just how each spoon represents energy to complete um, a part of your daily, um, your daily routine. And so it's just about how much energy you have and how much time you have for, 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 for people, for listening to, to people's issues. I thought it was, I thought it was um, an, an interesting way of illustration of, of life, I guess. And, you know, if you were to take it on a personal level, it's just about how you juggle your own, your own day-to-day, -day, like, routine, so to speak. So if I come to you, you know, at the end of the day today, and I say, how many spoons do you have? And you're left with one spoon. Make sure that you make that one spoon into five spoons because <laughs> this I will be needing you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So what have we learned today? So for me, I think the biggest lesson was like, um, it, it, it's kind of like, um, I don't know, you know, like in Devon where people are like, hey, you want it. <laughs> like, like, so I think for me, a lesson is um, like not not everyone will understand my intentions and that's fine. So mm -hmm. I can't fix that. Like I, I, I cannot. And it's because I think I used to be a people pleaser before. Mm -hmm. so something like this would have really like rocked me. Yeah. Um, which is why I think I was a bit apologetic, but now I'm kind of like, I, I, I can't, but then like I said, it also like I've learned that, you know what? Um, I think giving people time is important. So if mm. I just don't have the time, then let me not cut corners. Mm. I don't have the time. Mm. Um, another lesson for me is also like, you know, about just like, you know, just holding space to be able to be like, yeah, this, this doesn't sound great. Or I'm really sorry. Or yeah, this is really bad you know, mm. and, and just being comfortable in sort of saying that to other people and also like with me, like in my own life, just being like, okay, this, this isn't great, but you know, this, this, this is where we are. So I think for me, that's, those are kind of like the, the, the takeaways yeah. um, for me. Yeah. I think for me, it's just that whole that it's like re-emphasizes like the whole perspective taking because I think you know even just like listening to the the background story and you know automatically you're just like oh, you know like well, what is wrong with her like why can't she just get it or why can't she just understand like where you're coming from but it's also just for me it's like learning that you know there's with two people, if there's three people, if there's four people, like each person will have their own take on things, you know. So it's also for me to understand that, you know, people with a thousand and one notifications on their phone, it's just because they're busy and, you know, um, and it's not, and I can, I, I could argue that, well, you know, but I'm busy, but I sort out my notifications, but that's, that's me, you know, not everybody is going to be the same. Um, so I think that's the take home and also the whole, moving from a, a faith you know someone comes running to me saying oh it is well it's okay learning that okay you know what they're also not just maybe they just don't recognize that this is what they're doing like blocking communication but it's also kind of 
to say that, okay, maybe they've been through something similar and maybe they just don't have the, the range to kind of say, well, you know what, I have been through something similar. Things are going to be fine. So it's just, it's just about learning, isn't it? Like all the time we're learning. No, we, we, we are always learning. Um, yeah, toxic positivity. Is it, I say that I'm going to be less, um, what did I say? I'm going to be less, was it forthcoming? We knew you were kidding, don't you worry. I thought I was going to like, be less um, open about my personal life on this podcast. <laughs> June, so you know you've done well. <laughs> Bring, we want more content. No, 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 no. My life is just like sometimes I talk to people and oh, and I want to give a shout out to I want to give a shout out to Michael Moore, my friend who listens to the pod. Like I didn't know that he listens to the podcast. Like it's like I don't know. Like do you have friends like who maybe you've told them about the podcast and then like they just start. And then they're like, yeah, I still listen. So he quoted something that I said about um, minorities, whatever. Like, I don't like the word minority or minoritized. So shout out to him. Like, yeah, man. Michael Moyo. Um, and then a uh, shout out to Karina as well. So Karina, uh, she, 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 oh, I was about to say what she does. She's my friend. Let's just say she's my friend um, who used to do my hair. Um, so then she told me, she was like, oh, your podcast. And I was like, oh, Karina, you listen. So yeah, so shout out to Karina. And shout out to- no, I, yeah, no, I think it's been, it's been nice. I was chatting to um, one of the, the, the doctors I work with today. And she was saying to me, she was like, oh, you know, I listened, she listened to um, the COVID episode. <laughs> which you did on on covid and on loneliness and she's just like talking we're talking about the the, the clap quote-unquote um you know so it's just really nice it's just it's really nice just to hear like um people like also just you know people you don't expect to to actually listen to listen so, that's yeah, the thing because like you, you you mistake like what you see like on instagram and twitter as like being the only people mm-hmm. although the numbers obviously do say like more people yeah. listen but then when you yeah. come across, you're like, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> it's like crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. But yeah, no. But yeah. Good. Um, and also just want to kind of shout out to, well, not shout out really, but just to kind of say, um, guys, please check out, um, I don't know how you say this. <laughs> I'm probably going to say it wrong. But um, it's an Instagram page called Boobus, Boobus Tutus, spelled B-U-B-U-S um, space T-U-T-U-S. So basically this lady um, designs like um, little baby tutus. Really cute, you know, for your little bambinos. If you've got little kitties running around and they want, um, you know, to be playing around as ballerinas, etc. You know, so please check, check them out. So it's B-U-B-U-S space T-U-T-U-S, Boobus Tutus. So yeah, so check them out. Cool, cool, cool. All right, I've got some new music. This is Mrs. K. (laughs) 
from Bulayo, Zimbabwe, Mrs. K, M-S-I-Z-K-A-Y. Please check him out. He is my absolute favorite, favorite person. And shout out if there are any like Bulayo artists and stuff who want us to play them. Also, I wanted to shout out Brayden from Being Brayden, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Being Brayden, he is, guys, he's, he's amazing. He's been doing these like um, I don't know what you call them, like concept clips of like, you know, after the pandemic um, and stuff like that. I don't know, maybe in another episode or if there's a way I can edit in this into like the YouTube version of the podcast, I'll put it in there. Like he's just such a talented filmmaker. And yeah, guys, if you're looking for a filmmaker, you know, yeah, who's in Bulaya, Zimbabwe, being Braden, please, please do check him out. And I also wanted us to check out, so shout out to, I can never say his name, Official Xavier. Mm-hmm. This is one of my favorite songs. What? 
forgive me, Jesus. What did you say? I said, I was saying you should let that be your lunchtime song. No, no. <laughs> You're naughty. No, I don't know. But I think I do. Angazi. Oh, you know what it is? Because I played it for my text. Anything just to sing you, I don't know, but I don't know business. I know. Okay. All social media platforms, we are there. On Twitter, we're at Girl in Skies. Instagram, Girl in Skies. Facebook, Girl in Skies Podcast. YouTube, Girl in Skies. And if you want to support our, support the content, the quality content, please send us money at PayPal, on PayPal at uh, so it's paypal.me forward slash guys. Um, but you can access our PayPal through all our social media. So if you access the link, you can get us. Um, so yeah, it will allow us to also send us emails. Um, so if you want to send us an email with dilemmas, we're looking to do a dilemmas episode soon. I haven't done one in ages. I and mean, we need to address and the ones in the have, yeah, 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 yeah. No, I think we need to do, yeah. So dilemmas episode, and then we're going to start, um, so on Saturdays, we try and do like Instagram lives. We haven't yeah. done that in a while because I think we mentioned before that there's just been stuff going on. Also, again, we mentioned this before, rest in peace, do me. It just kind yeah. of bit, Daddy Yolo. Yeah, it just didn't feel right to do that. But we're going to resume. Um, yeah. So what's our email, please, before people? Before? Mygirlandskies at gmail.com. So mygirlandskies at gmail.com. So if you send us an email there uh, with any dilemmas, again, we are not life experts, but we can give you our point of view. Um, put it out there um, for people to see. So whatever, relationships, um, I don't know. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Anything. anything. Anything relating to relationships, Natasha's an expert. I I am not very keen. Hey, we have we have our own Oloni. That's not relation. Oh my god, no, no. (laughs) She knows it all. That is a lie. That is a lie. That is a lie. But okay, guys, thank you so much. Um, and yeah, so check out our other episodes if you have not. And thank you. Thank you so much, people. Till next time. Thank you.